Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Your Average Critics, uh, a weekly podcast about films, TV and pop culture. So, mm. what have you guys seen this week? Mm. Quickly, sorry, can I talk about film news? Oh, yes, film news, film news, film news. Film news time. Film news? Chris, you'll probably be interested in this. There's been... Oh, firstly, they have confirmed the director of the Batman film to be Matt Reeves. Okay. I think he, did, he did the Planet of the Apes film. Justice League yeah. Batman film, or...? Is it a separate Bat- Batman solo film? Yeah, Batman solo film. Is that with Ben Affleck, then? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So, ben yeah, Affleck, he's, he's doing that. Yeah. And he did War of Planet of the Apes, and I think there's those two they, films are sick. Yeah, they so were good films. I'm looking forward to seeing what he'll do with Batman. Um, second thing is, they are making, or they've like started uh, talks to do a Nightwing film. Mm. Who's oh, not really? Nightwing Bat- is, is yeah. So Nightwing is Dick Grayson, and Dick Grayson was the first Robin. Yeah, the first Robin. So like when he grew up, he became Nightwing and went to a city called Bloodhaven to go and protect them and stuff like that. Okay. So they're planning on making a film about that. So I'm looking forward to seeing that whenever it comes out. Don't Do you think this is going to be part of the DC extended universe? Yeah. Like, is it going to? Is I he going to so. feature in Batman or Justice League? I imagine they could do a um. <laughs> a little like camp Batman cameo, but I, apart from that, I think they could do a film just like as a standalone by itself. What of Nightwing? Yeah, I don't really think they would need to put him. It's a bit like um. Batman wouldn't need to be in it. No, it? exactly. Kind of like sort of like a maybe he wouldn't an, need to be like it. an Ant Man film. Yeah. Like, it's pretty much by itself. There was a little Avengers kind of cameo. Yeah, but it was pretty. That's much the thing. If they did a Nightwing film, they wouldn't need to put Batman in it, but no. they would put Batman in it. So this would be after the. I think we need to we need to explain his upbringing. His upbringing would involve. His origin story would involve Batman. Well, yeah, because he's Robin. Yeah. Obviously. But who do we want as Robin then? Do we want? I know we talked about it last Basically week. Grayson. or So was it um, <coughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Gordon this is the thing. He, I don't. I, just, I don't know if he could. If you'd be good. He won't. He won't do it now. Do you know what? Like, do you remember? Do you know um? The guy I'm sorry, who, but it's Robin. Like, <laughs> he's not the greatest superhero. Is he even a superhero? He's a boy wonder man. He's a psychic. Well, he's, yeah. he's a circus performer. <laughs> you know um, the guy in the Flash who. Caitlin's husband, Robbie, mm-hmm. Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie. I would. I think he'd be a good, um, a good. Um, what's it called? Robin. A good Robin. Yeah, a good, good Dick Grayson. I don't know. He seems quite a Blake. You know, he's young. So is he? <laughs> is he? Oh, no, really? no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Is he Robin and then becomes Nightwing, or yeah. are they the same thing? No, he's Robin. He's Robin and then he becomes Nightwing, and then someone else takes over as Robin. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. But then in Suicide Squad, isn't Robin dead? Yeah, that's yeah. Jason Todd. So, so Nightwing already exists in that universe, we're assuming. Yeah. yeah. So Jason Todd is the second, second Robin. Second Robin, yeah. Oh, yeah. so the second Robin's dead, but the first one might not be. Okay, that's interesting. Mm. Well, he's not dead. Uh, that's true, actually, yeah. He becomes Red Hood. Yeah. Oh, yeah, J- oh, yeah. Jason Todd becomes so, Red Hood. So yeah. basically, the Joker captures Jason Todd, tortures him, mm. and kills him. Mm. Kill- that was inverted commas. That was inverted commas, I should have said that. Batman thinks Jason Todd is dead. One second. Um, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Batman Under the Red Hood. This is like a very strong plotline. Or that, played the that. recent Batman yeah. games. Yeah. It was also voted for by um, fans to have him die. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he comes back as the Red Hood and then reveals himself and bang. Mm. But you should watch the film Batman Under the Red Hood. It's very good. Okay. It's about that. Story. Is that the animated one? Yeah. Because mm. I saw The Killing Joke and I wasn't that impressed with it. No. No. Quite good Under the Red Hood's better than The Killing There's Joke. There's good ones and I think that, that's one of the good ones. Mm. In other f- movie news, the new Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro team up called The Irishman is apparently going to Netflix mm. because he wanted more creative control over... Martin Scorsese? Yeah, over like budget and mm. creativity and, and um, it's kind of made me think like Netflix has become a huge player oh, yeah. in in the scene. Yeah. 
<clears throat> is it a threat to like proper cinema? Proper again in inverted commas. Like, is is there a threat to to mainstream film um, because of the VOD video on demand services? I th- not. I don't think it will be straight away, but eventually it will be because cinema prices are extortionate unless you have a little card where you pay but monthly okay on that though <laughs> yeah our, our generic uh, cinema pass mm. that obi and i have um if say for example netflix give scorsese 100 million pounds budget yeah and they're still only charging people 6.99 or whatever it is a month yeah they're not going to be able to sustainably keep that up surely i just think i don't think that like i think if they start bringing out like blockbuster Blockbuster films in inverted commas in to the Netflix universe, then they're just going to raise the prices of <laughs> Netflix yeah, subscriptions. Will. Yeah, but well, they've already raised the prices, though, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then so well, yeah, how is it? Inevitably, the more money they're spending on this stuff, the more money they're going to have to charge their exactly. customers. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm not sure if I'm going to be paying twenty quid a month for Netflix yeah. when I don't even use it that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. So we pay eighteen pounds a month, and we can see unlimited films. Mm. But then. Is there a kind of argument that well Netflix gives you a lot more content and true, but there's a lot of shit on Netflix. There is. There's <laughs> so much garbage crap on Netflix. But then that's because they, do you reckon it's because they give people the freedom to do what they want? And and also is there kind of in entertainment and film and TV too much freedom? Anything is too much well, freedom. You could, you could also just off the last point. You could also argue there's a lot of shit films that come out. Yeah, you don't true. have to choose to watch them. It's true. Like no, Jupiter true. Ascending was apparently a really mm. bad film. <laughs> I never watched it all. But, um, yeah, I mean, you didn't have to choose it. I'm really hoping he makes a cameo in Arrow Season 5. I don't know how it will happen, but I'm hoping it happens. Anyway, so, carry on. Um, Ollie, what do you think about the whole... Uh... Um, well, I was going to say, this is going back to our last conversation, um, where I was like, I only had channels 1 to 5 when yeah. I was a kid, so now there's like Netflix, uh, <laughs> Amazon Prime. No. Amazon Prime? Anything, anything no, like that? No, no, no. You're so basic. Uh, what? You're so basic. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, they're the good one. You're saving money, man. But is there, is there kind of a way that there could be too much freedom? So, you know, you've got an idea. Yeah, but from it, it comes a lot of good things. Like, The Man in the High Cost has, you know, been really well acclaimed or well received. I still watch that. So, you know, as many things there are bad, there's yeah. things that are, that are, there are good. I mean, there was, um, you, you guys almost know, except I spoke, um, about Top Gear. So Amazon were having a massive yeah. bidding war with Netflix to see if they could get the trio. And they spent a crazy amount for them. Yeah. On and the, I don't know if it paid off. It the must grand have paid tour. off somehow. It was, it was all right. I mean, it didn't compare to Top Gear back when those three were on it and it was in its prime, but it was still a good show. I can't stand that stuff. <laughs> I find it so boring, honestly. So do you reckon ever DVDs or kind of yeah, mainstream film and TV. Is that ever going to become obsolete? I DVDs will, like VHS did. Yeah. So, I DVDs, exactly. maybe? I think DVDs will. Although, we have got Chris who will keep the DVD <laughs> business <laughs> <The> DVD going. He'll <laughs> <laughs> keep the DVD, go, uh, DVD business DVD going for army. ages. But yeah, no, eventually DVDs will go. I've always been like a big DVD. Like in... Uh, in um, Hot Fuzz, where he opens the wardrobe, mm. and he's like, right, what are we going to watch? <laughs> Which one first? <laughs> well, I, I, like Chris, I really like DVDs. Mm. Um, I don't buy everything, but like even films I don't necessarily want to watch again, I kind of like having collections. But 
I'm kind of thinking that DVDs might not necessarily become obsolete because with things like Now TV or Netflix or Amazon Prime, mm. they always all the content on there is only on there for a, a limited amount of time. Um, maybe that might not be the case with Amazon or Netflix original stuff, but mm, yeah. certainly films and stuff that they kind of have to license, yeah. they eventually get taken oh, yeah. off. Mm. So if you want to kind of watch X film and it was on Netflix and no longer is, and then if DVD becomes obsolete, how are you going to source that film like mm. legally? True. So. It's true. Text taken over. Well, it's like um, if you buy a book, or you know, you can have a Kindle and have loads and loads of books on it. But I think people like the physical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think sure. yeah. I think if anything, DVDs need to become slimmer because I think the case is kind of even though it's not like Blu-rays, well, it's a little bit smaller. The disc is so thin, but the case is like quite a significant. Got to protect the, protect the disc. <laughs> <laughs> it's fragile. Yeah. I don't well, know if you can put it all on. You know, have you ever played GameCube? They're the really small disc. Yes, exactly. What? Or cartridges, like N64. But then the, the GameCube <laughs> device was huge, so, you know. Well, talking about Netflix, we uh, had a sort of topic suggestion from one of our listeners um, who contacted us through our Facebook page, which is Your Average Critics. Um, we're also on Twitter at your YAC Podcast 17 and also on SoundCloud at also your average critics, and he wanted to discuss Stranger Things, so I think, mm. uh, you know, a little segue from Netflix is quite a, mm. an original, uh, a decent starting point, mm-hmm. so um, Stranger Things, what, what did we think of it, have we all seen it? Have we all seen it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Chris seen has seen it, Ollie hasn't, Joe I has, I have. I do, sell me it. Okay, okay, well, are we gonna? I was thinking, are we doing spoiler or non-spoiler? I feel like because we have to say it. If you want to say it to you, let's cover. Let's do non-spoiler. Well, okay. I mean, I spoiled Walking Dead probably for you when I tried to sell it to you last spoiled, yeah. last week. So no, you spoiled. What did you spoil? For? Well, I said we said who dies, didn't we? And... Oh, I suppose yeah. Yeah, Joe wasn't here last week, so we I was forgiven for that. So Stranger Things, it's been renewed for series two. Mm-hmm. It's a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically Ollie, and for any of you who haven't watched it it's it's a drama sci-fi set in the set in the 80s um about these sort of three three kids and they find a a young girl called eleven yeah um who kind of not sure if she's like a little bit alien or if she's had some sort of experiments on her she kind of came out of this facility and is this is this like a horror? Because anything with kids is. This is it. <laughs> I am it's, it's not a, gonna watch it. This is the thing. You know I don't like horror, <laughs> any sort of anything like that. This was right on the cusp of what I can tolerate. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. This really. Is, this literally. This is it. There was a bit. Ah. Oh, I think there was a bit with the monster or something when they were going into. They were they were going into the tree. Uh, you know. Um, uh, Will's brother and. Um, What's his face? His sister. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they went into the tree mm. to find the monster. You didn't like that? I was shitting myself. <laughs> <laughs> literally, it's right, it's literally like right on the edge of what I can tolerate as a human being. So it's these four <laughs> kids, they're all about 10, 11, and like all this kind of strange things, I guess, happens in their town. Um, there's sort of people, there's like a monster that, that takes people. It sounds people. like Super 8, the film. Kind, kind of. It's got that yeah. sort of retro vibe. It's and um, yeah. 
that was, that was, the kid goes missing. Yeah, so that's the actually that's the inciting incident, yeah. isn't it? Like the kid goes missing. They're trying to find the little him. girl. No, yeah. the little there's a little boy, okay. um, and he goes to this place called I think it's called the Upside Down, which is kind mm. of this. That's what they called it. Otherworldly right? yeah. realm that mm. that there seems to be some sort of uh, portal to, yeah. um, and. Eleven, who's the little girl, kind of has these she can tap powers. In. Yeah, she that... can tap into both worlds. Yeah, kind of. so it's kind of a, a sci-fi drama about that, but it's very retro, eighties mm. sort of sci-fi. I like, vibes. I like the uh, soundtrack to it. The, yeah, so I just quite, yeah, I quite like how they like, kind of do like throwbacks for stuff mm. in the eighties. I like, I think they did it really well. Playing Dungeons and Dragons. In, yeah. in the basement. Um, nerds. Even the way it was filmed, like I feel mm. like the. The way it was filmed, it kind of looked like it was being filmed through an old, like an old camera, an old style camera. Yeah. So I think that meant that was really good. And it was all the actors, all the actors and actresses were really good. Um, the co, not the co-founding, uh, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder's in it, and she does. She plays um, the boy who goes missing. He she plays his mum. Yeah. And she's basically like everyone thinks she's going crazy, but she knows she's not going crazy. Yeah. And it's like. It's really, it's, it's really good. You should watch it. I thought she was too whiny. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. That's what a mum would be like. And I, I feel. I feel like it's realistic. I hate these things in film and TV where they just say the person's name over and over and over and over and over again, even mm. though they're not there. She just spends like five minutes going, <laughs> Will, 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 Will. And you're like, shut the fuck up. He's obviously not here. Just like, you know. He yeah. was there though. He was. It's like not. Tom Hanks on Castaway. Well, Sam. Chris, what do you think of it? Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Um... I didn't like the ending though, not gonna lie. I thought that was wow. shit. Well, I feel like. What about giving it away? Uh, what, what he what? sees in the mirror, oh, right. and then I feel like he's not gonna say anything about it, and that really infuriates me about okay, in TV series and films where something happened and, and no you know you need help and you don't say anything, and it's like, what do you think's gonna happen if you don't say anything? It's just like, sorry, I'm gonna yeah. completely go off on a tangent. Fucking Pretty Little Lies. Oh my god. <laughs> where throughout the whole, I watched, I've watched three and a bit seasons of that. I don't, I don't watch it anymore. But the whole fucking thing, they're being blackmailed by some person. And they're like, oh, we can't go to the police. And everyone's kind of like, oh, why? And they're like, oh. <laughs> so they just don't go, they don't go to the police. And they're just getting terrorised by this anonymous person. And they're like, I'm just thinking like, why don't you ask for help? And then none of them ask for help. But, they think, oh, we can handle this by ourselves. You're 16, 17 year old girls. But like, what do you think you're going to be able to do? Just call the police, call the fucking FBI. I don't know. Yeah, but the, the difference between being blackmailed and having a, like a real, real life in quote quotation thingies situation, and seeing and having done what he done to him. Yeah. If he goes to someone, they're just going to say he's mad. But then no, not though, no, because they, they know where he's been. If, they go, if he goes to his family and say, oh look, I'm seeing all this stuff. Yeah, they know he's been in some yeah, fucking then, underworld. But what the family going to do? Take him to, take him to well, what? Well, they do what they do in that swimming pool and like maybe <clears> send him back to that world and see if Eleven can help him or say, or get Eleven back. Yeah, but Eleven's not there. But this yeah, but that's the thing, that's why you go to... You're not, he's not going to get... If, if he goes to an adult or someone else, he can maybe get some help. If he does nothing, he's not going to get any help and it's just going to stay the exact same way it is. So he might as well. So where do we think season two is going to go? Oh, God. Well, the, I honestly don't know. They should have left it. They should have left it one season. Yeah. The the trailer makes it look like it's going to be blown well out of proportion and everything's just going to go fucking tits up. Mm. <laughs> Especially with that big spider looking mm. thing <laughs> that came out of the clouds mm. and was walking about. I don't. Yeah. I think it's going to be kind of shit. Okay. Are you, are you said it was on the cusp of what you were 
willing to watch in terms mm, of sci-fi. Like scary films. <laughs> in terms of sci-fi and horror. So how how do you feel that they balance that? Uh, I thought they balanced it pretty well. When I was watching it, I was watching it in the dark. So like, <laughs> I was a bit like, even the first episode where the things like uh, Will's, the whatever is like after him. And I was just a bit like, fucking that's a bit jumpy, innit? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I should carry on watching the next episode. Every but, creak you heard in your house, you <gasps> Literally. <gasps> but, like, they did, I think they did really well too. Because someone like, if someone like me, because like, can watch it and feel pretty much. Semi-safe. Like, yeah, semi-safe. <laughs> fairly comfortable. I feel like they've done, a good, they've, done a, they've done a good job of making it sort of spooky, scary, and then making it, you know, like, maybe a bit comedic. Or a bit did you way. follow watching it with something light and funny? No, it's a bed. No, it's a word. That was the worst <laughs> thing. So I'm nice. dreaming of the Demogorgon, whatever it was called. Yeah. But no, it's really, it was really good and I really enjoyed it. No, the first season was good. Although, um, what's his name? I've got two things to say about the, some of the actors. The kid who plays Dustin mm. is hilarious. <laughs> like even, even, even the first episode, he's got like no teeth and just makes me crack me up. <laughs> and then the kid who plays, is it Lucas? The black kid? Yeah. He's a dick. Why? He's like, oh yeah, Will's dead. Just fucking leave him. Like, you're a fucking dickhead. And then he had got an argument with, uh, with what's-his-face, the other kid, the white kid, the main kid, yeah. that kid. <laughs> I can't remember what his name is. Yeah, I, I can't remember his name either. And I can't then, remember his name. Oh, he looks creepy as hell, though, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, yeah, he, does. he does. He looks like he's ill. Yeah, yeah I thought he was anemic. But yeah, um, he gets an argument with him, and then he decides to go off on his own, fucking decide he was Indiana Jones, put him in a bandana, and was like, yeah, let me go ride on my bike to this fucking military base and take them all on. You're, like, nine years old. What the fuck do you think you're doing? And you're going to... At the end of the day, all, all them kids are fucking stupid. Mike. Thank you, Mike. All them kids are stupid. Mike, Dustin, fucking Lucas, whatever they're called. Because... Yeah, but they're kids. So what? It's an adventure. Nah, they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Did it suffer from its own hype? Because it was very, very hyped up, wasn't it? And I was, uh, you know, everywhere Did that you, you like see it. it. Sorry, I didn't even ask you. I, I enjoyed it, but I... I mean, that's the reason I asked that question. I kind of felt a bit disappointed. I thought it'd be a lot better than it yeah. was. It mm. wasn't... I mean, for me, it wasn't horror. I kind of hoped it would be horror. Mm. But there were, there were t- elements of like it. Ecstasy. Yeah. Stuff. You're just like... You like watching like sci-fi. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I was hoping it would be more nice. kind of horror. It was more sci-fi. I thought it was a bit overhyped. Mm. Um, Most things are nowadays, though. Yeah. Everything's overhyped, and it? it just turns out shit. So you shouldn't watch any trailers, you shouldn't go no. on any form well, of social media or look at it. The problem with trailers is that they're far too revealing. Yeah, Why does a trailer need much. to be three and a half minutes long? Mm. And like, I watched um, A Cure for Wellness on Friday, um, which isn't that good to be honest, and I kind of had quite high expectations of that. But the trailer for the new Alien film was before that. Mm. And I'm not even joking, there were three characters that kind of seem quite central that die in the trailer. You see what happens to them. And I'm just kind of thinking, and I think we've talked about this before, um, why would you reveal something like that? Alien is a product enough that's going to get people to watch it. Mm. It's kind of like if you um, had the new Batman film and... You know, it has the Joker in it, and then the Joker dies at the end, or something. You yeah. kind of be like, "What? Why would you show that? Yeah. All you need to do is have a teaser trailer, yeah. have like a little face grabber yeah. come out, and people are going to be hyped." That's what I was going to say. With, with an alien trailer, because everyone knows what it is, you could do like 
little bits of the story where they're all happy, and then at the end, just a blank screen, and then the face just comes yeah, out. Like, like a 10 done. second trailer. That's yeah. Trailers are done. far too revealing, and they are. there are even trailers, um, I can't think of any specific examples, but where the actual parts of the ending are in the trailer, and obviously you don't realise that until you watch Batman versus it. Superman. Yeah. Oh yeah, we, we talked about this with Wonder Woman, we did. didn't we? You kind of think, is there any and surprise... Doomsday. Is there any surprise mm. anymore in films? Nope. Um, but talking about films that were possibly overhyped, so Obi and Ollie, you saw John Wick 2. And Joe. Mm. And, and Joe. Don't okay. forget me. Jesus. Sorry, guys. I'm here. That was very hyped up. You it know, was. people were saying it's, it's got better than the original. Like Rotten Tomatoes or something. Yeah, so what, I mean, I haven't seen it. I'm seeing it on Wednesday, mm. but... Feel, oh, it, it, just, to... it just reminded me of Deadshot in uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. I was like, I love Keanu Reeves and this kind of like an assassin yeah. getting followed, like getting chased after by other assassins. I think is a cool mm. idea. Yeah. But then he's just like headshot, 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 and we were saying like the kill count's got to be he killed more like, than a hundred people. He killed so many people. So many Literally, people. even in the first, tw- I'm sure in the first twenty minutes of the film, he killed more people than he did in the whole of John Wick One. It was ridiculous. As he well, was just running people. As well, one one thing I noticed. A little while after watching the film, is he had so much ammo on him? <laughs> yeah, he did. But to be fair, I like that because they di- he didn't have unlimited bullets. He they, yeah. they made sure that they That's made good. sure you yeah. showed him changing his no, ammo. But, well, not all the time. He was ste- he was stealing ammo from people yeah. as well. To be fair, I suppose. Feel like in, like, like in, GTA when you still- <laughs> <laughs> But in some of the scenes, he would shoot because he he does two shots for like every person. Then he yeah. one in the chest, one in the head. Yeah. Those Wait, there was a section during the show where he shot the guy in the knees with the guy with back in the head. That was so sick. Anyway, carry on. So. Yeah, it, so he does two shots for every person and his guns how how hold mm. anywhere from seven to like fourteen bullets. Mm. And he's shooting like nine nine people in a row mm. and you don't see him swap the Mac. Mm. So I'm thinking it's a little bit... Why, yeah. why does he need two shots if he just shoots him in the head? He's an assassin. <laughs> Got to make sure, you know? You get one, one look, shot down, one shot yeah, killed. Exactly. Okay. But one thing about the film was that there was so little dialogue. Um, there was. There wasn't it was a just lot of like, dialogue. Did you want dialogue? Sentence. Yeah. Some, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very just like... It's just shoot, I tell you, shoot one, thing, one thing I really liked about the film, I was saying to Joe afterwards, is that I like that so they're in this world that's full of assassins and kind of everybody kind of knows that the assassin game is fairly strong. Like so like everyone in the world. So like when people are shooting each other, I mean people will obviously run away in that, but they're not it doesn't seem like they're that surprising. Mm. And I like how sophisticated the whole assassin world is because they show like kind of like they what have goes like on. a neutral ground, yeah, like the hotel where is people like put, continental. In, put in orders and shit like that, yeah. like kill orders and stuff like that. And that looks really cool. I think I like how organised yeah. it all is, and I like how I like how there's rules. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So like, and there's a semi decent <laughs> twist. At yeah. the, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a semi decent twist at the end that makes you think like, oh shit. Okay. Mm. Can I ask? Is there just as much? Um, is there just as much dialogue in this film as there was in John Wick 1? Because he didn't talk about No, there's less. Okay, because no, I was going to say, he didn't really talk no. too much in no, number one either. There's definitely so. less. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And when the dialogue, it, it didn't really mean a lot. No. He, he's no. Just like, I just what prefer... do you drink, whiskey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I preferred John Wick 1 but just because I, did as well. I felt like he'd come back into the assassin assassination business, but he was doing it 
because he had because a reason. Of, yeah, he had a really, really strong reason. Even though yeah. it was obviously it was silly to yeah. young people, it was oh, it was just a dog, blah, it's just a car, blah, blah. Yeah. But to him, it actually meant something. So that's yeah. why he um, went back into the thing. Yeah. But this one, it kind of felt a bit like it, the reason him him going back I, was a bit wishy washy. Well, I feel like they they sort of pushed it. Too they far. kind of forced it. They forced yeah. it, yeah, yeah, with with the whole marker thing. They have set up for a third one, though. Yeah, so definitely. that's true. Yeah. Would you go and see it based it. on? I probably will. <laughs> probably will. Uh, yeah. Just because the twist at the end, okay. it'll make you kind of want to yeah. go see it. I was going to say because I spoke to someone about it. Um, would you agree with this that there was too many big action fighting scenes where he was killing too many people? I know you said there was a massive kill count. Yeah. But I spoke to someone and they said in John Wick one there was one big fight scene where it all happened mm. but in John Wick 2 and obviously I haven't watched it so I don't know this yeah. he was saying there was three or four of them and he said that was a bit too much I, for I, him I, I agree. and he was yeah. saying that it just kind of took away from the film like, it's like you said it really is taking a lot away I from said, the I'm kind of numb to it, it yeah. yeah it doesn't it doesn't because it does because obviously for us it's a little bit too much like well alright stop killing people mm. but in the whole universe of the film he's he's the boogeyman and he's known for doing that yeah. So it kind of works out. I've got a question. So obviously, the, the kind of the point of sequels is you do what you did in the first one, yeah. but bigger and louder, yeah. not necessarily better. Yeah. Is there, if it would have been, say, one action set piece again, like the first one, yeah. would you have been disappointed? Do they need to ramp it up? They kind of they could have ramped it up a little, but they literally ramped up like ten times as much. Yeah. Like, okay. There was so much death, and yeah. I was, was like, <laughs> but, so, "But what do you guys expect from an action film? Do do you a bit want more dialogue? <laughs> but do you kind just of a bit more for, dialogue? for an action hero? Is the point of it the set pieces, mm. like the act, obviously the action? Mm. Do you kind of need to empathise with these characters? Like, how much do you empathise In- with James Bond or Jack Reacher? Most of that is about the the, the fighting <laughs> and the action like, and the so set, spectacle. Jason Bourne, those films, they don't really have they don't have any like mm. shoot 'em ups, like mm. especially not like John Wick. Yeah, but that, like that that is on your toes because he's like running away yeah. from yeah. people. He's like getting chased. Yeah. So I like that kind of yeah, that it, storytelling. It's action, but it's not major action. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Okay. Can I make? I want to make I think three quick comments about the film. <laughs> Maybe four actually. <laughs> so, the bit there's a there's a, there's a there's a bit where John Wick kills some guy with a pencil and it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> it's sick though. It's How he does it is so sick. Is it like the Joker in Batman? Uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's quite similar to that. Yeah, similar. So there's that. There's a really funny bit where him <laughs> and um, him and Common Common's in the film. He's actually really good in it. Him and Common are like. They're in like a subway, but they're trying to shoot each other, but they're probably doing it on the slide. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is the. So it, I laughed so hard at that. I thought it was hilarious. It's so joke. I re- uh, very, I'm really impressed with Keanu Reeves because he did a lot of his own stunts. It seemed yeah. like in that film. He does his own stunts yeah. anyway. And it looks really like he's not like fifty something. Yeah. yeah. So Jeez, I look like kudos to him because it was re- looks re- pretty realistic. So the world keeps moving. Four. Ruby Rose's character. Firstly, Ruby Rose is fit. I'm just going to say that. Which one's Ruby Rose? Uh, the woman. The, oh, the, the fucking mute. Why was she a mute? That was one. She was why, deaf. Why couldn't she? Was she deaf? Because there was a point where, you know, when um, they just double-crossed uh, John Wick. Sorry. Spoiler. <laughs> um, and he shouts at her and she, and she can fucking dead. hear it. But she can fucking hear it. And she felt, it's not like she can lip-read because they were she was fucking ages away from him. But then people who are deaf doesn't necessarily they mean they can't really hear anything. It just means that there's maybe something. But else. why did the character maybe, need to be deaf? But maybe she 
Yeah, that was the character death. Yeah, a deaf assassin. Wait, but I was thinking he was basically the first person a comic, fair enough, but it's not. It might. She might not have been deaf. And, she if, she, and if she, she wasn't deaf, then why the fuck was she a me? Why was she? Why did they make need to make character? Ca- she's ca- an assassin. She might have had her tongue cut. But out. why did they need to make? Well, oh, they should have. Been, they could have made that clear then. I don't understand why she. Because she and like. Because to be fair, she never opened her mouth. And, but why? Yeah. This is. The, I just don't understand why. It makes her more sinister. No, it didn't though. Really, uh, it didn't. It didn't. Prefer, to be fair. It didn't. Well, I would prefer it. You know, in the <laughs> film they had the, um, the woman assassin who tried to kill John Wick and then ended up getting killed herself mm. right at the end. Like she was an assassin, she was a woman, she was talking bare, and I liked it. So they could have done, they should have done it, made her more like that. Was well, there any um, reoccurring casts in this from the previous uh, one? Because I know at the end, of, yeah, at the end of John Wick well, one, the guy in the hotel, the guy in the hotel, the, the right Will, hotel, Wilson. Oh, and him, is that him? Two. But what about um? Was the female at the end of John Wick one in this one? Because she got she away. Um, did she? Yeah. I thought she didn't die. No, she died. They killed her. Because she violated the um, membership rules. They killed her. Oh, Who yeah. killed her? The Wilson and his his men. Remember, they got into yeah. that place and then she was like, they were like, you've been um, excommunicado or something like that. And yeah. literally four people just went bang, show and head, and yeah. they walked in back in separate yeah. directions. Yeah. Yeah, she died. So, would you recommend John Wick 2? Yeah, don't see yeah. it. Yeah. It's good if film. you've watched John Wick 2, go, uh, John Wick, go and watch John Wick 2. If I gave John Wick a 7.5, John Wick 2 is a 7. Okay, yeah. so it's not too. It's not rubbish. No, it's a good film. But the first one's better. Yeah. Oh, well, I went to see Hidden Figures, mm. which Obi, I know you've seen. Mm. I don't think any of you guys no. have. Yeah, no. um, and I know we talked about it in episode three, but I just wanted to say that I thought it was fantastic. Really good film. A really good film. The performances were very, very good. Um, I kind of wanted to... Do you know my name? <laughs> She's black and white. Do you oh. know my name? <laughs> <laughs> Love her. Anyway, sorry. Um, I kind of wanted to talk to you a bit. I was about the tone of the film, though, because it was quite whimsical mm. in a sense was there a lot of people laughing in your theatre yeah I mean obviously yeah. it was there was elements of comedy but yeah. was the tone right should it have been treated a bit more seriously considering how it was about uh, segregation and civil yeah. rights or does it work that there's a bit of I think it, I think it worked because everyone kind of gets that obviously the issues they were talking about were serious. Yeah. It's nice to have a bit of like not everyday doom and gloom. Not like fences, which yeah. is you know I mean? like so just depressing. And depressing. That, fences is the one with Dental Washington yeah. and about his son. Mm. I was going to say, what, what is the premise behind Hidden Figures? So Hidden, I've, I haven't seen anything about Hidden it. Figures is the story of uh, three African-American women who work for NASA. Okay. Um, they basically, this is in 1960s, mm. so it's before like computers and, mm. and stuff. It's actually on the cusp of when like data processing machines mm. happen. Uh, and they all do the math calculations in their head oh. um, about how rockets and trajectories right. and things like that. Okay. Um, but because it's 1960s, they're in a segregated building. Mm. So they oh. their sort of campus is mm. about half a mile away from the white campus. Mm. Uh, and, the then the, campus. and then the couple of the... Two of the three characters... Um, sort of get moved into the the kind of white campus. Mm, right. um, then obviously they're still segregated, so right. when they need the toilet, they have to run half a mile, yeah. you know, um, and they have to use different coffee pots. Yeah. And and it's kind of not overt... Ra- well, it's, it's you just know it's treated really casually, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, we've never had one of you in here before. Yeah. It's, there's no sort of aggressive racism it's just so passive and yeah I, pref- I kind of prefer the, the 
the non-passive racism, the passive racism. To be fair, you preferred. Well, I, mean, I preferred like in in this in this sort of film, like if it's in a film where I don't know, maybe where you're talking about I don't know, like slavery or the um, mm. civil rights activists and stuff like that, then I can understand why you would uh, make it sort of more aggressive racism. But in a film like this, where obviously racism is part of it, but it's not the main. Mm. Meat of the film. The main meat of the film is the three women who accomplished something great and yeah. getting them like, man on the moon mm. and stuff like yeah. that. So then the, the racism kind of t- takes a back seat, which I prefer. Yeah. I, f- I prefer that it did not like, overshadow the rest yeah. of the film. Is it based off of a true story? It's yeah, true, story. true events. Um, and it's not just about the advancement of the African American like, civil rights, but it's also to women. an extent, yeah, like mm. gender equality. Because mm. you've got Kirsten Dunst's character is quite a senior position, but mm. the rest of them are just white guys. Mm. Um, so it, it's quite a, a powerful film in that respect. And mm. as a you know white male myself, I'm not, <laughs> I definitely have never experienced any struggles like that. But, you know, they kind of, I like the tone that they dealt with it because, you know, there are serious parts of it. Um, Taraji P. Henderson's outburst Henson. at Kevin, Henson, sorry. Mm her outburst at Kevin Costner was really powerful, mm. um, which kind of made me think, why was Octavia Spencer nominated for the Oscar rather than her? This is what I was thinking. I think it's because... I don't know. I think um, Octavia Spencer's character was more... Um, what's the word? Dom- domineering? Is that a word? Okay. Domineering from the start of the film. Whereas Taraji P. Henson genuinely had that that moment and then obviously little moments where she was like I need to be here I need to be here I need to be in this meeting blah 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 but throughout the whole film I felt like Octavia Spencer's character was like she just didn't take any shit at all but I felt like the whole thing. I've got a point you know what you was, we were saying in the previous episode like you might you might not know about this but in the previous episode we were saying about Oscars and how maybe it's not necessarily based on one performance mm. so have either of those two done another film previously in the year that they Mm. maybe this is warranting their Oscar nomination rather than based on how they performed in this film see I can't from my opinion I want actors and actresses to win awards for like showing a a range of acting skills within a film and Octavia Spencer's (laughs) character is kind of one note on a yeah on a so I le- the same level, yeah, whereas yeah. Taraji P. Henson, Henson yeah. um, you know, she's emotional when she yeah. gets engaged to Mahershala Ali, <laughs> and I, uh, Ali. last week I couldn't <laughs> pronounce his name, and I've oh, learned how to pronounce you it. You still call him Mr. Ali. Mahershala, <laughs> that's Mahershala. his name. Okay. Um, so yeah, she's like, shows emotion, she shows like passion and aggression, but she also shows like a comic mm. and kind of soft side. So I was thinking... And she is by far the main character. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, why have they nominated Octavia Spencer? I mean, not, not taking anything away from her performance, but mm. for me, like, the range of that was much better. What did she get nominated for? Best Supporting Actress? Yeah. Mm. And the same, like, we talked about Mahershala well, Ali's nomination last who got no- week. Sorry, who, who got nominated for... Because you couldn't nominate Taraji P. Henson for Best Supporting Actress because she was the main actress. So who was nominees for... Maybe, maybe she wasn't good enough to get in the nominees for main actress... Maybe. Because they couldn't nominate her for a supporting actress, but then they did for... Um, Dev Patel. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't know. know. It's all fucked so can up. You, can you not nominate a person from the same film to be the best actor slash actress? Say, like, two of them. You can nominate two separate people, I think, for yeah. two separate awards. Yeah. You can't nominate... No, 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 no. It's the same award. I'm saying, what can so, two people... So, say, like, you've got Henry... Ke- Cavill, Cavill. how do you pronounce it? Cavill, yeah. Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck say they got both nominated for Best Actor. Not saying they would, but in in Batman vs Superman, 
could they both be nominated in that category, or is that not allowed because it's one per film? I don't know. I feel like I feel like in every film there's there's, there's a main character and there's, there's yeah. so there's there's, there's an obvious True. there's an obvious main character. Than yeah, but some films to... aren't always necessarily a female male main actor and actress. So sometimes it could be the same um, sex. Case. Yeah, well, I, the only film I can think of at the top of my mind, which is based on two people, I think. But I've never watched it myself. Brokeback Mountain was two of them, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. But I don't know how much it was fixated on either of them. I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, then you could you could argue Batman vs Superman, but then I'd say a lot of people would say the supporting them too. Huh? I'd say yeah. Then I was going to say a lot. Or of Civil War. I know it's a Captain America film, but yeah, but he's yeah. I think he's the main character in that, and they were. I feel like supporting anyway. I don't know for sure, but I feel like there would, there should definitely be a case for having two people mm. nominated. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know whether there is a quota. It's kind of like you can have one best actor and one best act, like supporting actor or something. Yeah. But yeah. there are definitely, there must be cases where there's like a lot of central characters to a. Yeah. A film and that they're all you know equally as good performances, but then maybe that's what makes a film best picture rather mm. than you know the individual awards. You should email the Oscars and find out. Maybe we should have our own awards. Yeah, the, fuck it. The YAC awards, and we'd give Taraji P Henson the the award for best <laughs> best actress, and we'll give um, Dev Patel best yeah. supporting actor, and we'll give Moonlight best film. Uh, but, you guys wanted Denzel Washington, didn't you? Yeah. That? Biggest, biggest dickhead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you, what do you think of um, Jim Parsons' performance in Hidden Villains? I, I actually was surprised by it. Because, in a good way or in a bad way? In a good way, because I've only ever really been exposed to him as Sheldon. Yeah. And in the trailer for the film, that he's very much... The, the only part where he kind of is Sheldon is... Is when he says, and it comes into land, and yeah. that, that's the only part they used in the trailer. Yeah. But he actually comes across quite serious, and mm. and I know we've talked about like traditionally comic actors playing serious roles, but mm. I, I quite liked his yeah, so performance. I. I did kind of hate him a bit. Oh yeah, so <laughs> he's, right, yeah. he's, he's a dick. Such an old. But I think I think he was he was, I think he was kind of just playing Sheldon. Does that make sense? Like, but but not in a comedic setting where he can where his his lack of um, understanding for other people's feelings mm. can bounce off other characters in a comedic way. Mm. He was just kind of playing a similar, a bit of an obnoxious, like, know-it-all character. Yeah. But he was just a bit more of a dick. <laughs> so, I don't, know. I don't know. So you guys have been watching uh, Riverdale. Mm. Yes. So how many of you been watching that? I've watched four episodes. I've only watched four episodes. I think it's five. I've watched five. I've watched all five. What did you think of it? When we mentioned that we were going to talk about it last week and I I don't think we got around to it. So, okay, well, there's going to be spoilers in this for anyone. Tell us what it's about. So basically, it's based on, um, have you ever heard of Archie Comics? Nope. So it's based on that. Um, So it's this kid called Archie and he basically, a summer has just gone by and a kid called Jason, Jason, Jason has uh, been murdered by someone. No, sorry, but they thought, sorry, and, uh, he's dead and people said that he drowned. He was with his twin sister on the 4th of July and they went out to a river and she said that they were in a, they were, <laughs> they were in a boat. <laughs> and uh, like, when I was first watching, I was thinking, why were they even in a boat in the first place? But they're saying now that I think the boat capsizes Jason, she said Jason drowned and that's how he died. Turns out that he was actually shot in the head. Um, yeah. So then you got, um, Archie, who's obviously the main character of Archie Comics, his uh, friend Jughead, you've got Betty Cooper, 
uh, Veronica Lodge. Uh, Veronica Lodge has just moved to Riverdale from New York. Uh, New York, yeah. So she's like a bit of a sport brat coming into like a, you know, like a typical suburban. But she's trying to change. Yeah, she's trying to change. Not saying that everyone from New York is a sport brat. <laughs> yeah, no, so, okay, so it's so stereotypical sport brat, not, 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 not typical. Um, but yeah, so she tries to make friends with, uh, with Betty and Betty's in love with Archie. Archie doesn't love, they're best friends, but Archie doesn't love Betty, which I think is very, I think it's very refreshing to see the female character lust after the male character, but the male character doesn't fancy her back. I feel, I think that's very refreshing because normally it's the other way around. So anyway, so Archie, um, is going out with his music teacher. Ooh. Wow. No, secretly. Same. Secretly, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, secretly. Because he's like 16 and she's probably, I'm assuming in her 20, mid-20s, which can't fit, but anyway. Um, so yeah, they're like going out, uh, keeping it a secret and whatnot. And secrets ensue, basically. There's, there's, there's a fuckload of secrets, basically. There's Every, twists and turns. There's twists and turns at every fucking corner. Everyone's involved in something. It seems like everyone's involved in something shady. Everyone's doing something stupid. Um, and they're so when they find out, they find um, Jason's body because he was missing before. They find someone finds it, um, and this was they see the bullet hole in his head. They examine the body and they find out that he wasn't shot on that on the fourth of July. He was actually held for over uh, and think tortured for like a week before he was before he was shot in the head. Yeah. So now they're doing a police investigation to find out who killed him. So that's like an ongoing thing throughout the weeks. To okay. find, like they're trying to find out who killed him. Have you followed that? Yeah, I think so. Kind of sounds a bit like broad church it's a bit, being yeah, gossip it's a, girl yeah, it's or something. A bit, it's, a bit, it's very, it's very yeah. gossip girl. Oh, it it's is. Actually, I can't say anything because I know I'm going to spoil stuff. Because the fifth episode, I think. Well, just say stuff that doesn't spoil it. Continue, <laughs> it continues a lot of the stuff that mm. Obi's just talked about, basically. Okay. So, yeah, it's basically... And then, they're, obviously, they're, the main arc of the film... Uh, film. The main arc of, arc of the program is them trying to find out who Archie's killer... Um, Jason's killer is. And they have, like, little, like, you know, like high school dramas and stuff yeah. like that. And <laughs> there was an episode <laughs> where um, fucking uh, Betty and uh, Veronica... <laughs> there's, this, there's this dude, yeah, who um, goes out with Veronica for, like... goes on, like, one day, and then... Uh, he like gets a picture and puts it on social media and like puts an emoji up, like yeah. Ba- he basically says that he's uh, had sex with Ver- Veronica. Yeah, which and is he, he slut shamed her. Yeah, but but he but she they didn't have sex. Yeah, and so, then they done a little bit of investigating Betty and Veronica, and they found out that basically all of the jocks, all the football team, American football team, have like a playbook. Like, it, yeah, a cool. playbook where they record. Every girl that they've slept with yeah. in and like, I think they rate them or something. Yeah, oh, they rate them out of ten or whatever. Betty and Veronica find that out. Basically, lead the guy that slut shamed Veronica into a jacuzzi. Yeah, and Betty comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Betty comes out with a black. She's blonde. Comes out with a black wig. I think she's got some. It's like bra thing and what was it? It's like, like some little skirt. A little skirt yeah. thing and is. Acting very seductive, yeah. Bearing in mind she's supposed to be what sixteen, yeah. So when I when we were watching, I was thinking this is a bit, yeah, it's a bit. Mm. I don't really know how to feel about it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I was watching it, and I I think I'm not sure. So she's got a sister called Polly, and you know I was talking about the guy called um, Jason who died. Yeah, very hard to keep up with. Sorry, the guy who called Jason died. He went out with Betty's sister Polly, and apparently drove her crazy, like literally crazy. So she, so her sister, Betty's sister Polly, is in a mental hospital. And I think, you know, Joe said she had the wig on. Um, 
she had the, she had a wig on. Betty had a wig. Betty had a wig to seduce the guy. Seduce the guy. I think she was trying to dress up as. She was trying to dress up. I think she was trying to dress up as her sister Polly. And basically, she got the guy into the jacuzzi. I think they get they got they get him drunk or something. Yeah, they got, they got they him drunk. Drugged him. No, they drugged him. Oh, they drugged yeah. him, and um, they were just t- turning up the heat in the jacuzzi till he was like the guy basically was like, boiling. The guy was like roasting and pouring syrup. And pouring syrup. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a reason for that. But I can't remember what it is. They poured syrup on him, <laughs> and um, she's like, uh, Betty's like to him. Oh, admit what you done. Admit what you done. Obviously, admit you lied about sleeping with all these mm. girls. He was like, oh, I don't know what they were talking about. So, admit what you done. And she, him, she keeps calling him Jason. And this guy's not Jason. Jason's dead, obviously. So, and he was. She, I think, and Veronica was just like kind of like side eyed her, like she's gonna be right. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to kill this guy. And he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was really weird. This, right. this sounds I, I, mental. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that. I think she might have been clothes wife, maybe dressing up as. Uh, is it Polly? You said. Mm. She might be what? Dressing up as Polly, but her hair is not the same. Because in episode five, there is a comment made to Betty that she looks like her sister, like the person mistakes her for her yeah. sister. Oh, but she I might. Don't think... she, she might have been dressing up as Veronica, because. Well, Veronica was there. I know, but he 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 found an attraction to Veronica, so maybe she. Dressed yeah, up like Archie found an attraction to Veronica. Oh no! I thought you meant the guy in the, the hot tub. Oh, maybe, but. Yeah. I Betty's gone sort of crazy, isn't it? She's a bit, she's Be- got a bit of a because Archie. I'm going crazy. Listen to this. It's kind of it's convoluted, <laughs> man. It's, yeah, it's quite convoluted. There's twists and turns everywhere. But we're, we're trying to go through four episodes. So yeah, you guys should do a Riverdale podcast. I swear <laughs> down. Like, <laughs> remember when Archie went into the closet with yeah, Veronica yeah, yeah, yeah. and Betty got well jelly. Yeah, did he come out the closet? No. Yeah. Well, yeah, he did. But shenanigans ensued. Yeah, they got they got it done. They got busy. <laughs> They've done the thing. Jeez, I'm worn out. So I'm, I'm thinking because Betty's gone a little bit mental about mm. that, she's sort of wanting to emulate Veronica and okay. try and get Archie to... Maybe. And I think she's going to go through a gradual cycle where she's going to turn into Veronica. Okay, maybe. That's a good point. I, I disagree with you. Sure. Riverdale, this sounds like an R-rated Emmerdale. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a point, right? This is where I'm thinking... So this, this, this is where it gets, um, I think, Gossip Girly. Because in Gossip Girl, Obviously, they were all like teenagers and whatnot, but they all did things that were like really fucking dangerous. And Didn't someone die in the first episode? Them... In the first episode of Gossip Girl, I have no, no the idea. First season, someone must have died. First season, someone definitely yeah. died, but I can't remember when. <laughs> they're trying to like cover it <laughs> yeah. up. And... I haven't watched Gossip Girl for ages. But, um, so yeah, Betty and Veronica break. So, you know, this teacher that was going out and partying. The music teacher. Yeah, the yeah. music teacher. So, if anyone's still listening at this point, <laughs> you are a hero. If you can follow what's We're going on. Done. And if done. you have any comments about Riverdale, please tweet us or go on Facebook and get involved. Yeah. Do you agree with Chris? Is she looking like Veronica? Is she looking like Betty or Sandra or Sandra. whoever the fuck? I'm nearly done. I'm nearly done. I just want to comment on how, how fucking dumb these kids are. So, oh, God. Betty and Veronica find out about Archie and the music teacher. So they're trying to convince Archie to break up with her because obviously student-teacher relationships kind of fucking illegal. So then they right. break into the music teacher's car and they find a box with a gun in it. Oh my God, I'm so stressed out. And Betty takes the gun and puts it in her fucking... Thank you, Chris. <laughs> and puts it in her fucking drawer. Probably knowing that her mum does her fucking laundry and is going to go through her drawers to yeah. put the clothes in her fucking drawers. And then 
Not only did she fucking take the gun, she wrote about it in her diary, yes. which she kept in the drawer next to the gun. <laughs> and her mum, her mum reads it and finds out about everything and tells um, Archie's dad, and then they drive the music teacher out of town, basically. They force her to quit and she leaves. And obviously... So she's so she's seeing the music teacher, did you say? She's having a relationship Arch, Archie's having a relationship with the music teacher. Okay. <laughs> the music teacher's a woman. We, we haven't done yeah. a very good job of explaining. We haven't. We should have gone through the episodes one by one. I'm so glad that you don't write the synopses of this <laughs> of this series. No, but I'll bet if we'd done it one episode at a time, it would have been a bit more clearer. But we okay. just, kind of skipped through episodes. Yeah. But yeah, basically, Betty's a fucking idiot because obviously she um, doesn't want Archie to go out with his teacher because one, she's a teacher and she's like it's illegal, and two, she fancies Archie, which is fine. But for her to be like, oh yeah, don't worry, I'm not going to tell anyone, and then fucking write about it in her diary and have the fucking gun in her yeah. wardrobe and her dress uh, in her drawer is really fucking stupid for someone who's for a girl who's supposed to, supposed to be really really smart. Anyway, she's. I love how it was all, it was all blown over when she did the miming of "I'm sorry to him" and yeah. it was just like, okay, we're all cool, we're all fine. Oh yeah, I would admit if I was, I would like fuck off. Um, no, if I was him, even. Just fucking ruined my sex life. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. do you kind of feel with those sorts of shows, they're very melodramatic. Mm. Do you want it to be more realistic or do you like the melodrama? I like it. I like no, it. It's fun. I like it. It's fun. To, it's, 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 it's well, like you're definitely passionate about yeah. it. And I hope that, tra- <laughs> I hope that translates <laughs> I, I, twice. I need, I, I need, at any point in life, I need a teen drama in my life. Right. I had Waterloo Road, I moved on to Gossip Girl, I had Pretty Little Lies for a little bit, now I've got Riverdale. Right, so. Keep us well, up to date on I that. Think you're, I think you're quite like episode five then, okay. Riverdale. Cool. I'll watch it later. Okay, I think it's time for another listener topic. Yeah. This was sent to us on Twitter again um, by Connor. So thank you for sending your, your comment in, Connor. He wants to talk about Lego Batman. Mm. So uh, I think a few of us here have seen it. I, I haven't have. seen it. Okay, Joe hasn't. Ollie hasn't. I've seen it. Obi has and Chris yeah. has. All right, so we're going to talk about Lego Batman. Um, three of us have seen it. It's the sequel, kind of sequel, to the Lego movie. Or it's a spin-off of the Lego movie. It's uh, basically a Lego version of the Batman story. Mm. Um, it's about Batman who's voiced by Will Arnett uh, of Arrested Development fame and other sitcoms. Um, he's kind of a very insular and arrogant kind of version of Batman. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's got about him d- developing a family, really. Um, and his relationship with his supervillains, mm. uh, kind of headed by the Joker, but it, it kind of features everybody. Everyone, yeah. Everyone from... So many. They Not- are loving off Lego movies. There's another one coming out, like Jackie Chan, is, is it's, a, it's a ninja film. Oh, the so ninja, Jackie yeah. Chan's oh, the Ninjago a, one, yeah. And there's also a planned, I think it's 2017 or 2018, Lego movie too. Okay. So what do we feel about the Lego... Kind of franchise. Universe. I was um, tripping balls when I was <laughs> the first one. I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> I think we've all played the Lego video games, right? Um, yeah, and they're incre- them, yeah. they're incredible. I love those games. Well, how does it work as a film, and specifically Lego Batman? I thought it was okay. I, well, I thought I thought the Lego Movie was really good. Yeah, I, 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 thought, I thought that was really good. I thought it was really funny and <clears> clever, <throat> and how they did everything. Uh, Lego Batman. I wasn't as impressed because I feel like I expected a lot more from the film and I, it didn't give me what I was expecting. In what it. sense? What were you expecting? Um, I don't know. Like I thought it'd be funnier. It had funny points, don't get me wrong, but I thought it'd be funnier than that. Um, the storyline itself was a bit rubbish, if I'm honest. Like, I liked the idea. I thought it was funny as well that Joker wanted to be Batman's number one enemy and Batman didn't care for it. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that the way they went about doing the rest of it was a bit not so good, so 
spoilers for you two, so if you don't want to hear it... That's all right. Listen. I think they just jump out of the bandwagon, aren't they? Well, like, yeah. For, yeah. Uh, like, superhero movies. But, like, to have all your villains go away and then to have this whole other dimension of villains was just like... Okay. It's funny, because, like, you see all these cameo appearances of other things, which I liked, but I feel like... The place the story... where they were held is an actual place, though, isn't it? In the comics? Isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's um, Superman's... It's the place that Superman's villains go sometimes. Fortress mm. of Solitude. Yeah, well, no, that's that's where they had a party, but... Um, <laughs> It's I the, thought that was really funny yeah. actually when they had the party and every, literally everyone was invited and, <laughs> like pretty much every DC um, character was there and Batman wasn't invited I thought that was so funny <laughs> the thing is like see when you look back at it some of the point the points in the movie I find it funnier now looking back at it but mm. when I was sitting there watching it I was like oh, okay but if you right. watched it a second time would you find it funny or like now you've sort of thought about them probably I'd probably see more things that would make me, yeah. make me I laugh think a, a lot, bit more as well a lot of the, I think a lot of the comedy in it wasn't kind of uh, verbal jokes. It was kind of uh, like piss takes, homages to, oh, yeah. and like visual. Because Lego is yeah. very visual, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of comedy is visual, and if you kind of you might miss it the first time. You know, there's loads of jokes. It's very meta, and what yeah. I mean by that is it is about the other Batman films. It's very it refers back to yeah. them. You know, they say like, oh, I had a, I did this in in 2016. I did 2012 and 20. Yeah. You know go all the way back to the 1960s. Like 1989, and 1966 and 1954. And it's very, if you, if you get those references, it's very funny and, mm. and there's like a, a, a separate payoff for the people that, you know, like... Uh, who's, the, who's the film for? Is it for kids or for, uh, it's for people kids. who would understand? It's a bit of both. You say that like The Simpsons, you'd think it's a kid's show, but it's actually for because True. The kids can watch it and just see the pretty colours and stuff, <laughs> whereas the adults will get the jokes mm. about True. Christian Bale and you know, the camp 1960s one and, you know, the kind of innuendos where, where... So the Joker says, I'm your number one villain and then Batman's like, no, you're not. And he's like, well, who is then? He's like, well, I fought Bane. I fought Superman, you know. Mm. And he goes, well, I'm number one. And he's like, I like to fight around. And it's very kind of, <laughs> you know, like a, a, a relationship in that sense. And he's like, I just want you to be my number one. You know, it's very <laughs> yeah. tongue-in-cheek in that sense. And I thought it was quite funny. Um, I I kind of did. I think I agree with you, Chris. It wasn't as funny as I thought it would be. There were kind of lulls in the plot and in the, you know, I guess it's tough to have such a fast-paced comedy, comedy, comedy. But I think films like Twenty One Jump Street and Anchorman they they do that really well. Um, and also kind of felt the the cameos from other franchises. So you have Voldemort, you have the Eye of Sauron. Oh. You have Gremlins and Godzilla. And whilst it's kind of like funny that they're there, I was sort of thinking, I kind of just want this to be a DC film. Like, there's a lot of DC villains that they didn't really flesh out at all. You had, like, you know, they could have done Two Face and uh, a bit more and things like that. You know, I don't see why they needed Voldemort in there. <laughs> just, mm. you know, you can have that in the, the Lego games or something. But as a, a Lego Batman film, you kind of want it to be. Mostly about DC. Mm. What do we think about the Lego franchise then? Is there, is it going to wear itself out? I don't care for it personally. It's not really my thing. No? Mm. I was really reluctant to go and see the first one. Um, and I did. And I thought it was pretty hilarious. So. Mm. But now I'm really reluctant to go see this one. <laughs> I don't know why. It is funny, but I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it, it was better than Batman vs Superman. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's probably, probably going to be one of the better... DC Extended Universe films. Even though it's not technically within that canon, but... Yeah. 
Yeah. I think, I think as Lego goes, it's like a never-ending possibility of what you can do, really, isn't it? So you can always make a Lego film based off something else and always refer back, it's like the Batman one did, refer back to the other films and make laugh and joke about yeah. it. Whether it, they will exhaust that to the point at which mm. people are like, all right, it's enough. I don't think they will, because in a sense, you can forever bring out these films and kids will love watching these films. Yeah. For an adult point of view, maybe it'll be exhausted and maybe they won't get as much funding yeah. from people watching it, but... I wonder how many times they can make the joke that, you know, they can take their hat off and someone else's leg can attach themselves to their head, you know. Like, it's funny in Lego Movie when they, you know, can swap their faces or whatever, and it's funny in Lego Batman when they all sort of stack on top of one another, but, you know, there's only so many times it's going to be like, ha, 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 they're very, uh, you know, adaptable. Yeah. yeah, it's very stacky. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'd quite like to see a, a Lego Walking Dead or a Lego Game of Thrones or something like that, you know. That would be... Maybe one make that work. As soon as Lego bring out the franchises, they can. They must have must spend a lot of money licensing these, yeah. these characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't see that coming, but if only... Hey, you never know. Lego Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Lego uh, White Walkers. I can play that on the PlayStation as well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> I think we would probably would we recommend Lego Batman? Yeah, I think we would. I'd say I'd say go and see it. Uh, I don't. But I would. I wouldn't. No, we did put you're seeing another Lego film. Uh, it's I, think, I don't think it was a bad film, but it's definitely not a film I'd watch more than once. You know, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't say to someone, yeah, go and uh, spend ten pound on a ticket to go and see that. So, okay, not for me. Now we've lost this only viewer. Yeah. <laughs> Connor's not going to listen anymore. Sorry, Connor. I bet he only said that because he loved the film. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that was a, a listener topic um, sent in to us via Twitter. So you can tweet us at YACpodcast17 or you can listen to us on SoundCloud at Your Average Critics or you can post on our Facebook page at Your Average Critics as well. Um, Please do get involved in our conversation, suggest topics to us, we'll talk about them, uh, you know, any feedback, any sort of comments, we're real appreciated, and um, we'll definitely read them out, as many as we can. I just thought something, I should have said it earlier when we were talking about film news, but um, someone did an interview with Hugh Jackman, and he said that he would come back, think about coming back as Wolverine, if yeah. they put him into the Avengers films. <sighs> so would you guys want to see that? Would you guys want to see X-Men in the Avengers world? Yes. I wouldn't even need the X-Men, I'd just Wolverine. Just Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. <laughs> I mean, they kind of... In Age of Ultron, they had Quicksilver, mm. who is an X-Man, but mm. because of the licensing thing, they had to have a different actor. He's an X-Man. <laughs> <laughs> What's the singular of X-Men? It's X-Man, right? I don't yeah, know. I so. But um, I would definitely like to see that. But then is yeah. there, there's a case where... Is there just going to be too many people... They, they're already indestructible. You don't need someone True. who is literally indestructible as well. Well, I would think that... They get Deadpool in there as well. Chuck them all in. Put them all in For the me, it would matter how they, how they integrate him into the world. Because if it turns out that, you know, Wolverine and mutants as a whole have been in the same Earth as the Avengers like, mm. the whole time, then you'd have to wonder why... Um, Which they have been. Huh? Well, yeah. In the, well, in the films, though, I'm just, I'm, yeah. you'd have to... Because, you know, in X-Men, a big part of the um, the whole, uh, I don't know, crux of the story is that a lot of people treat um, people, mutants, as if they're, like, you know, yeah. like kind of like, they're kind of like racist to them sort of thing. Yeah. So you'd have to think, why wouldn't that be the case in a world 
like Iron Man's over. Iron Man is... Mm, uh, so Captain he, he Ma- should be seen as like yeah, a, we're, exactly. Like Captain America is a physically enhanced human yeah. being, or um, but isn't he? A, isn't Hulk, he an American or, hero? Or though? the Hulk? Or no, but it's the same. It's the same. Like yeah. it, it's the same, and it's not the same because with with Captain America and the Hulk and Iron Man, they are in the spotlight all the time, save saving people. Okay. Yeah, but then right. they'd give a good name to mutants. If you see like, so the Hulk, yeah, yeah, like exactly. yeah, I like exactly. mutants well, now. No, because but then I'd be scared. I'm shitless. If the well, I no, because with, with, with mutants, you got the X Men, which are obviously the good ones. Yeah. But you also got Magneto and all basically his side, which basically just fuck up everything. Yeah. So, and they're in the spotlight, and the X Men are not. So the bad mutants are constantly in the public eye, being like bad. Mm. Killing stuff and then X Men come in and covertly do whatever they do. So, do you want to see Magneto versus Iron Man? Well, I kind of feel <laughs> like that would be sick. Yeah, he would literally crush him. Like, but I kind of feel after Thanos in the Infinity War films, mm. who the hell is going to be the bad guy? Galactus. I don't see mm. where that franchise is going after after that culmination. They'll, they'll reboot it. But I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to want to nah, watch a rebooted Iron Man. I don't reboot it. I think it'll, continue, it'll, be, it'll be a continued storyline and there'll be a bigger or a different villain. They'll just always, they'll always be yeah. a villain. Yeah. Until what, that, is, is there anything in the comics though? Is, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, 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 there's a lady there's, Iron Man, isn't there? Huh? Isn't there a lady Iron Man? Yeah, that's recent. But there is a bigger villain. I'm sure there is a bigger villain than Thanos. Galactus is bigger. But he was in... Well, yeah, you could Fan- have him. He was in Fantastic have, Four. You, you could have him. Yeah, you could you could have him, but whether they got the rights to him, that's another thing. Yeah, I don't imagine they would have. Well, no, because Vox have got the rights Fox. to X-Men, uh, to X-Men Fa- and Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Yeah, but... And Galactus was in it, so unless they might have acquired the rights to him. Yeah, but that Galactus is not how he's depicted in the yeah, comics. Yeah, to be yeah, fair, they can he, figure out. Silver, Silver Surfer works. No, but I mean, his Galactus's image is not like it was in Fantastic Four. In Fantastic Four, wasn't it? Just a massive It smoke. was just a massive bit of smoke. Yeah, well, I, I, personally, I don't know. It might have just been like a foreshadowing thing or yeah. just destruction. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I'm sure there is a bigger villain. I'm sure there's other villains as well. Like, they don't have to necessarily be worlds away yeah. to do maybe, what they've got to do. Well, maybe it would be like Civil War and they all just turn on each other. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. Well, actually, what, from what I've seen that they're going on with the whole storyline of this particular Avengers and Marvel universe is where the Hulk has been because in the comics he gets sent to... World, world of Hulks? Or planet, planet, planet Hulk, Hulk yeah. basically. Nice. And he has a son. Ooh. And I would like to see his son come into it. They're not doing that though, are they? They're not doing Planet Hulk, they said. I think they're incorporating elements of that into Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. are. I would, going back to the question, I'd really like to see the X-Men in the uh, Marvel Universe. Yeah. But I feel that they would have to reboot it for licensing yeah. reasons mm. and for continuity. Mm. Even though I think, yeah, for continuity reasons, I think they would have to. But I think, I think they, they kind of, if more. they wanted to do that, they missed a trick. What? With Civil War, because Civil War was about the superheroes being regulated, wasn't it? And yeah. kind of, like, coming out and saying, I'm a superhero. Yeah. And that, like you were saying, Obi, is the X-Men is kind of like, they want to regulate them yeah. with this decree. So yeah. they could have done that, you yeah. know. They could have brought in Magneto and 
um, gotten him to try and turn Iron Man, uh, Iron Man, Captain America's head to saying, oh yeah, we don't need to be regulated, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're regulators. Yeah, and then we can, but then obviously if um, Captain America didn't know that Magneto's actually evil, and then that would have been a nice little subplot. Yeah. And you could have got, to be yeah. fair, you've got, and I, I'm not up to date with it, so I can't make too much comment on it, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is tied into the whole of this Marvel world. Yeah. Well, not the whole of this Marvel world, the whole of the Disney Marvel that we see Iron Man, yeah. thinking. So there could be some subplot in there that, is subplot the right word? Yeah, subplot, yeah. yeah. There could be some subplot in there that determines whether um, these super-powered people are inferior or not, or the people are scared of. And also, mm. um, they've got the Inhumans, mm. which is a film coming out at some point, and... I thought it was a TV series. Well, Inhumans? Yeah. No, it's, a, it's meant to, might be turning into a TV series, I thought they but were it, was originally, it was originally a film... And then they moved it on, and then they decided not to do it, and then apparently they decided to do it again. So it might be in the form of a TV series, but they are incorporated into the Agents of Shield mm. world. So that is that could be their form of mutants that they're doing okay. instead. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I thought that with Inhumans they were, I might have read this uh, the other day, but I thought they were bringing out um, the first two episodes of it in the IMAX, in IMAX. And then the rest of it was going to carry on TV in like September or something. Oh, yeah, I did hear that actually. Um, yeah. And okay. just a little side note you, uh, Ramsey Bolton from Game of Thrones is going to be in Inhumans. Okay. I can't remember who's okay. going to play because I don't know any of the Inhumans. So. Well, you <laughs> mean the guy from Misfits? Yeah, Simon yeah. Misfits, yeah. They bring the Misfits into <laughs> the world. Yeah. Oh, Misfits, Imagine Nathan. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and pronounce that actor's name. That, I'm not going to pronounce it's it. Like you. It's like it's, I think it's a Welsh name. Yeah, so yeah I, I think so uh, as well. My pronunciation is terrible. Well, we know we've t- we've talked about doing like an entire superhero Marvel podcast mm. episode, mm. so we should definitely schedule that yeah, in. Definitely. So, <laughs> again, like, sorry to keep plugging this, but if you listeners want us to discuss anything about Marvel, what your thoughts are, then do let us know because we definitely schedule that podcast in. Ollie, you've got about a couple of weeks to watch about 18 <laughs> films, about 400 episodes, and then you'll be Read right up books. to scratch. <laughs> right up to scratch. 60 years worth of comics. And then I definitely want us to talk more in depth about where the future of the MCU is going to go mm. because I actually, yeah. I don't know if it's going to continue its there trajectory. Is, the bubble's got to burst eventually. Oh, yeah. There is so much. You just don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to get into it now because it would it would take another like three hours. But there is so much mm. to right. happen, mm. and that can happen mm. that they can do. Well, well they, they they can integrate the X Men well, and Spider Man mm. as well. Well, they already have integrated Spider Man. True. This is true. His villains, I mean. Well, on that note, mm. I think that's a good point to tease for a future episode <laughs> and we'll conclude episode four of our podcast. So like I said several times and I apologise for banging on about it, please do follow us on Twitter at podcast 17 like us on Facebook, Your Average Critics, and listen to us on SoundCloud, also Your Average Critics. We're trying to get onto iTunes, so we'll keep you up to date about that. Um, and please do let us know your thoughts. This is a, 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 an improving process um, so we, we constructive criticism is welcome yeah indeed we're all new to this so if you've got any thoughts about topics or things that we can improve on please do let us know so it's a thank you from me in a bit <laughs> later <laughs>